Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond Bikini Radio. In this episode, Jake Block and I chat all things supplementation. This is just a great introductory podcast talking about the basics of supplements. We don't really deep dive into one specific supplement, but I can't tell you how many times I get questions on which supplement do you think is going to be best for me. And honestly, guys, it really depends. So I hope that you guys tune in and enjoy this episode. And again, if you guys are enjoying Beyond Bikini Radio, I would appreciate it so much if you could share this on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at Nicole Fairy Fitness. The last thing here on iTunes, the only way that we can grow is through ratings and reviews. So don't forget to give Beyond the Bikini Radio a rating and a review. It's 100% free to do that and it helps us grow. Tune in guys and I hope you enjoy this. So when we're talking about supplementation, I think the first supplement that someone wants to shoot for is just a multivitamin. Um, I think a lot of people are missing gaps when it comes to just consuming enough of a variety with their vitamins and minerals. And I think a multivitamin really fills in those gaps there. What do you feel like when it comes to multis? hundred percent agree with that is if you're going to take a, um, supplement, you definitely want to start with those micros, your, uh, what? Don't hit the table. (laughs) Um, you're focusing on macronutrients so much and your proteins, carbs, and fats. So when it comes down to it, you're missing a lot of micronutrients because it's hard to track the hundreds of micronutrients that we need to be getting. So starting with a multivitamin covers a lot of that base of things that we're not specifically looking at. Yeah. And I think another thing too, is a lot of women, they struggle with iron levels and they'll choose like just vitamin C or vitamin D, but if you just get a multivitamin, it's just going to hit all those points. And, you know, your body's smart. If you have an excess of any vitamin, um, you just pee it out. So obviously you don't want to pee out all of your vitamins and you don't just want to over supplement with your multis. But I know of a lot of women who struggle with like headaches and even dizziness, and it's just more so correlated to their iron levels and they could just take a multivitamin and feel so much better. Yeah, having those micronutrients are gonna it's gonna help your body function more optimally, um, go through its normal processes, as well as um, it'll help you break down those those macronutrients. If you're just if you're hammering down 180 200 um, grams of protein a day or more, especially for in that type of instance, you want those micronutrients to support the breaking down process of that, so you get that those um, into your system. So the next supplement is really popular in the fitness industry is creatine monohydrate. This, I, I'll be honest, I'm not personally taking it now. I used to take it a lot back in the day. I don't know why I'm not taking it right now because it is a good supplement. Um, creatine is known to help build muscle. And I think a lot of people think that it's going to make them bulky or make them watery. What are your thoughts on creatine? Um, probably one of the most studied supplements out there. There's, it's crazy because there's still so many misconceptions on it. Um, it for sure helps you build muscle. Um, but it's a cell volumizer. It's going to help retain water within the muscle cells. 
so um, which is going to help those, again, those breakdowns within the muscle cells so it can repair, it can grow, um, things like that. Um, it's going to help your endurance. It's going to fight off fatigue. Um, With creatine too, like I would highly recommend anyone who eats plant-based to have creatine monohydrate because you're not going to get it in your food. So you're not eating red meat. Um, you're obviously not eating organ meats, so you're not going to get as much creatine. Um, creatine can only be found in animal sources. You can't find creatine in plants. So that's another benefit of using it as a supplement. And creatine is super cheap. Like don't go for like the creocaline or whatever BS the guy at GNC is trying to sell you. Just go with the monohydrate. It's going to be the best for you. Monohydrate, it's cheap. It's one of the few times that cheaper is still very amazing. There are creatines that scientifically they are better, but when you're spending three times as much for that extra like 0.01% factor that's better, it's really not worth it. Um, stick with your creatine monohydrate. Um, it's going to help fuel those muscle cells. Um, it's through a system through like your ATP. If you remember that from like grade school, when, once you use that energy and it turns into a diphosphate, it helps attach that extra phosphate molecule back on quicker, turn it back into ATP. Yep. So there's better cell turnover. Um, fish oil. So I recently started taking fish oil again. I think a lot of people don't like eating fish and they don't consume a lot of healthy fats. So what are your thoughts on fish oil? Fish oil. I just, I need to actually buy more. Um, I was just taking it. Um, but there's a lot of stuff out there. You see the fish oil pills at the big box stores of buy one, get one free. And then you see the fish oil pills that are like four times expensive. And it's like, isn't that the same thing? So a few things to look for in fish oil pills are fresh water. Um, it's going to provide a lot more nutrients. Um, it's just like us. We want to eat unpro or we want to eat the unprocessed meats. We don't want to eat a lot of processed meats. So those are a few things too. Um, you want to eat, you want to get that fish oil from fish that ate natural diets. Yeah. Um, Delaney asked a question about, calcium supplements combined with vitamin D. One thing that's interesting with calcium supplements for females out there is if you don't have your period, so your natural period, let's say you're going through amenorrhea, you won't be able to even absorb the calcium because you need estrogen in your body to do that. So if your estrogen is chronically low and you are just supplementing in with calcium and vitamin D, then your body won't be able to absorb it. But those two work hand in hand with absorption but it's important to, again, have healthy hormone levels too. With vitamin D, there's a small part in your intestines that's about three to six inches long. That's, that's where the body takes the vitamin D out to utilize. Um, so looking for a liposomal vitamin D, that's the best way. That's the second best way. The best way is to inject it um, in like a hospital or something like that. But um, You just go outside and get vitamin D. Yeah. If you <laughs> go outside, get vitamin D. I live in Florida and... Until this quarantine, I didn't get much sunlight. Um, so yeah, looking for a liposomal vitamin D if you are going to supplement with that. Um, on fish oil pills, you want to look for EPA and DHA. You want those dosages for EPA to be around 900 and um, DHA to be around 600 to make sure you're getting that. Um, Delaney asked what part of the intestines. It's usually just like your small intestine. That's when the most nutrient uptake happens. Um, okay, so let's talk about greens. Greens is really trendy right now. Um, speaking of greens, a lot of people I think aren't 
eating them because I go to the grocery store right now and it's pretty much bare when it comes to the junk food, but then there's plenty of greens out. But I think a lot of people, although they, let's say they're not wanting to buy produce right now because they don't want to go back because they're not trying to go to the grocery store all the time. That's when I would say supplementing in with a greens drink can be beneficial. Um, you have to be a little careful though. If you are taking multis and you are taking greens, you know, you, Again, if you consume too much of the vitamin, it's just going to be peed out from your body. Um, but greens, I I started taking them again. I noticed a benefit with my digestion and bloating. Um, what are your thoughts on greens? It's definitely going to help with digestion, bloating. Not all greens are created equally, um, depending on the temperature used to process it. It's like if you burn it and still turn it into a powder, but it, it was all burnt and you add some flavoring, it's still going to taste good. Um, but it's not going to give you those, the dosages, the efficacious dosages that you need. Um, they are going to support your immune function because they're going to help with gut health and gut health. Um, there's a lot of research going into that nowadays on how much that plays a role in your overall health too. Um, it's going to help regulate energy because it's going to help fluctuate your insulin. So if you eat a meal and have those carbs and you get that energy and then now you get that crash later on in the day, um, having greens is going to help regulate that insulin so that it's more of a flatter curve. Uh, so you, you don't go through energy quite so quick. You can regulate your insulin though throughout the day, like just with combining your foods with protein and fiber, like don't be nervous to eat fruit, um, just because it's going to spike your insulin and yeah. insulin spikes are natural when it comes to food consumption. It's just how your body responds to regulating anything. So, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing either. I think a lot of people Absolutely. hear insulin and freak out. Yeah, um, you definitely want to have the energy there. Um, we don't want to go through those crashes afterwards from it. Um, it'll help decrease inflammation, um, process the macros again, just like the multis. Um, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to greens. So a lot of people, when they are first starting their fitness journey, I know will go for a pre-workout. Um, I think I burnt myself out on caffeine at such a young age, and Pre-workout was one of the first supplements that I went to, but a lot of my clients that I know struggle with anxiety, they're type A planners, they are overworkers, really shouldn't be taking pre-workout because it's just going to stress out their system more. I think that there's a lot of benefits to taking a pre-workout on occasion where you need an energy boost, but if you can't afford pre-workout, you can just buy some coffee um, and drink that if you can't afford it. But, you know, there's some benefits when it comes to nitric oxide pumping, like pump products that are in pre-workout. That's the part of the pre-workout that I do like. And there's stimulant-based and non-stimulant-based um, pre-workouts. So why don't you dive into pre-workouts? I primarily use the stimulant-based. Um, your caffeine, like she said, is going to be your major source, um, of the stimulant in there. Um, that's going to give you that better athletic performance styled in focus, stuff like that. This is one that also goes into how do you want to feel? There's ones that are going to make you feel like you're on Adderall. There's ones that are just going to give you an energy spike. There's some, um, that just are going to make you feel itchy and all that stuff. Um, but it, a large part of it is based on how you want to feel. As long as those are also efficaciously dosed, um, this is notorious for pixie dusting in the supplement industry is you put in a little bit of a product to say it has that benefit, but it doesn't have enough to actually elicit it, but you can still market it as um, having that in there. Mm -hmm. um, 
And, you know, with a pre-workout, you want to take it, you know, 20 minutes before your workout so you can have it hit you during the workout. But again, you don't always need a pre-workout. I think that you can get an energy boost just literally by walking on the treadmill. But if you want to have more of a pump, which is just increasing the blood flow to your muscles, then pre-workout is nice. The other thing with the caffeine is that it is going to help your endurance and also help your pain tolerance. So you'll be able to push yourself in theory a little bit harder than someone who's not enhanced on caffeine. Absolutely. A lot of those are going to have creatines in them too. Um, that itchiness is beta alanines. So if you experience the itchiness, the tingliness, you don't like that, you know, decrease the dosage a little bit. Um, instead of taking a dry scoop, drink it in a bottle. So you're kind of like separating out the time that you're drinking it. Yeah, don't dry scoop your pre-workout if you're a beginner just because you <laughs> see your favorite fitness person doing it. <laughs> You don't need to be dry scooping your pre-workout at all or snorting it. Please don't. Um, Speaking of caffeine, let's go into fat burners. And I know a lot of women gravitate towards fat burning products. Um, I haven't taken a fat burner in forever, which usually fat burners are just composed of a ton of caffeine. Um, Caffeine, again, you can use it, you can abuse it, but I think so many fat burners are just glorified coffee pills. (laughs) Um, And I don't really see the purpose of taking a fat burner. Look, if you want to lose fat and you want to lose weight in general, it's just going to come from a calorie deficit and you being patient. So there is no quick fix pill. You're not going to take a fat burner and rapidly lose 20 pounds in a month. Like that would be really dangerous. But um, that's talking about legal fat burners, which will go into more advanced supplementation. Uh, roll in the um, shady marketing strategies on this one. They play off of your fears too. Like they know exactly what to say to make you buy. It's a company. It's a supplement company. They have to keep their business running. So, you know, they are going to use words that, you know, hurt you. Things like, oh, belly fat, like target your cellulite, um, say goodbye to jiggly arms or something for women like that they're gonna touch upon those pain points to get you to buy um first forms is pretty much their fat burner stack is opti greens so they're greens it is their um they do have a thyroid drive that's like the powerhouse is your thyroid is going to help boost your metabolism so you want your body to function optimally you want to give the thyroid the nutrients it needs um and then there is one that does um have the caffeine in it for energy. It's extended to release caffeine and helps with your appetite. But that's also not the main one. Your main one is boosting your thyroid to get your body to actually function optimally. Um, if you can't follow macros, you can't stay consistent in the gym, that's your base. Is, that's your problem. I'm not going to bring it up fat burners with a client if they can't follow macros, if they can't um, work out consistently three to six times a week. If they're not consistent on those inaccurate with those, I'm not going to have the fat burner conversation with them. I'm going to say, Hey, let's get to this point first. Once you've proven to me that you can do this for several weeks, then fat burners may hold a benefit for you and may help speed up the process. Again, I say may help speed up the process. Um, but we shouldn't start with those. Yeah. I would say, um, 90% is going to be your nutrition and training. And then that little 10% would be a fat burner. Um, Bomar Nutrition doesn't sell a fat burner, but one fat burner that I've taken before is 
Yohimbing, I can never say it right. Um, but that can also cause anxiety and panic attacks. So someone who struggles with anxiety, taking a fat burner can be a catalyst to anxiety attacks because of the caffeine and the stimulant. So I think that, again, a lot of people take a pill and then that's just kind of like Western culture. They take a pill and expect their whole world to change. And sorry, you actually have to work hard um, and you have to develop a healthy lifestyle, which is going to take time. And if you aren't willing to develop habits and you aren't willing to change your lifestyle, then your body's not ever going to change. And that I can't even sugarcoat that. I know that this, that does sound kind of tough love, but it's just a reality. Like you need to stop wishing for things to change if you're not willing to change. Yeah. Um, it's like most things in life. If you're not willing to work your ass off, you're just not going to get the benefits for it. Yeah. Um, okay. So talking about fat burners too, like there are some illegal fat burners. I remember a hydroxy cut back in the day had ephedra in it, which if you guys don't know what ephedra is, don't buy it. Um, it's illegal, but hydroxy cut used to put ephedra in the pill and people were dropping a lot of weight, but you know, that does put people at risk for heart attacks, um, and heart issues in general. Um, there's a reason why real fat burners are illegal because they are dangerous because you are um, putting such a hard emphasis on the heart whenever you're taking a more advanced fat burner. And, you know, I see this a lot in the bodybuilding space too, where people will take um, like clenbuterol. Um, I don't really know if anyone that takes ephedra in bodybuilding, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone did. But people who are taking those, like they are putting themselves at such a high risk and they have to accept that it is unhealthy for them. So again, if you're getting into fitness and you're getting in nutrition, you're doing it for health. And if you see a bodybuilder on stage who is super lean, I just want you guys to understand that that's not the epitome of health either. Yeah, I've been pitched fat burners that take this pill. This pill is going to help you put on lean mass when you're asleep so that your metabolism's boosted. I'm like, when you sleep is the only time that you've truly put on muscle. You tear it down in the gym, you fuel it when you eat, you build muscle when you sleep. Mm-hmm. And then um, Delaney was like, oh, like I've known of girls that take Adderall. Yeah, like unfortunately too, of prescription drugs, people will abuse them too. Like I know so many girls who would just take Adderall to not want to eat as much. And naturally, if you don't want to eat as much, you're going to be in a calorie deficit and lose weight. So in essence, it can work as a fat burner, but it is unhealthy to go about prescription medicine like that. Um, okay. So let's go on to this whole conversation. starting to give me stress. Um, <laughs> let's go into stress relieving supplements. Um, as someone who is naturally a pretty high stress, high strung individual, I have taken supplements to help me with my stress. And when I get ready for competitions like bikini competitions, because the dieting is so intense, because the cardio gets intense, I do have to watch my adrenals and watch where my stress levels are at. Because if your stress is chronically high, not only is that going to prevent fat loss, but that's also going to put your immune system at a more compromised state. So for stress, I've taken a supplement that's called Core Hard which is a mixture of, I can never say this, ashwagandha, ashwagandha. Um, which definitely helps with some inflammation. And I've noticed a lot of benefits. And I know a lot of other people who take a product from 
Morphogen. Um, I think it's called Morphicon, the, the actual supplement, but the supplement company is Morphogen. Um, they take that for some stress in the competition space. Yeah. Um, this is another, like most of these, is you want to fix the core problem. You don't want to put a Band-Aid on the solution. So you want to find things that are going to help. Um, naturally decrease your stress levels. Naturally decrease your, your cortisol, your stress levels. Um, there's some that go as far as they help give your body the nutrients to decrease its cortisol or to help make that function properly and run through your system properly and more optimally, as well as improving your sleep. Because when you're asleep, that's a big way that if you're not getting effective sleep, you're not going through those REM cycles when you are sleeping, um, it's disrupted, whatever it is, then your cortisol levels are going to be high from the moment that you wake up because they were never lowered at night. Um, so that's where you want to actually know like what's the root cause of this and how can I fix that? Mm -hmm. um, and then just a couple signs of like really high stress. If you're having a hard time figuring out if this is you is, you know, hair falling out, um, acne, energy dips throughout the day, low libido, especially in men, low libido with stress is huge. Um, for females out there losing your periods, a big red flag that your body's under stress and you can be a healthy body fat and still lose your period just because you're stressed out. There's so many times in my life, just in college or yeah, mostly college, I would like randomly lose my period and I contribute that to finals and midterms. So, um, stress, although you can be someone that's like pretty centered, be like, Oh, I got this. I can handle this. Your perception isn't necessarily always reality. Yeah. Another, um, thing to kind of find out if, you know, cortisol maybe is not functioning, your body's not functioning optimally is you get that stressful thing that happens, whether it's from your spouse, your job, school, something like that. But it feels like your adre adrenaline is just pumping out really, really hard and then backs off really, really hard. Think of like your Corvette. When you hit the gas, it's going to go. And when you take your foot off the gas, there's going to be a lot more resistance because you're not giving it the gas to the airflow. And now it's going to back off real quick. We'll think about now how in a Civic, if you hit the gas, it's going to be kind of like that half second and then it's going to go and take off. It's going to be like that half second split. It's going to go and take off. And then you take your foot off the gas and it's going to coast for a long time. Not as much resistance slowing back down. That's how you want your adrenals to function. So you want your stress to kind of be able to come and go naturally um, more fluid than just like spiking really hard and backing off really, really hard. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So do you have any other things that you want to like some closing thoughts on today's conversation? Um, do your research. Find a company that's reputable. In the supplement industry, the exception of creatine monohydrate, cheaper is not going to be better. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure if you're going to invest in something like supplements, have your general nutrition down because it might be fixed right through there. Um, and then find a company that cares about the consumer um, and actually gives those efficacious dosages into their products. Yeah, I agree. Look at all aspects of your life. Look at your sleep. Look at hydration. Look at your food. Look at your relationships. You know, the, how, who you surround yourself with is definitely going to affect your health. Um, look at all of those variables and then say like, okay, I've got all that under control. Now, how can I take it to the next level? Yeah. So. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation and we'll see you all later. See you guys. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. 
Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.